quick message before we start today's episode. So story from last week, I, I was talking with my business coach, Elizabeth Marshall, and my fitness trainers, Rob and Kim Murgatroyd, and they all wanted to meet each other, as you can see on the screenshot right here with, with Liz and her husband, and there's, there's me with no sleeves and, and my wife, Marcy, and there's Rob and Kim, and they all wanted to meet each other, and I was like, well, how should we do it? What's the best way to go about doing like a virtual meeting because Rob and Kim are Atlanta, Marcy and I are in St. Louis, and Liz and Rob are, are in Texas. So we're like, what are we going to do? So I decided, okay, wait a minute, why not use the sponsor, right? Our sponsor of the Rise to the Top, no brainer, go to meeting by Citrix. So it used to be though, you couldn't see the other people in the meeting, you just do audio. And that kind of, you know, sometimes is weird, you, you want to see people in your meeting. So no longer now because of HD faces. And I know all the people in, in this screenshot could back me up on this. It is freaking crystal clear, easy to use. All you need is the internet and a webcam that's it and it's just amazing what you can do and it really feels it's the second best thing to being in the room with someone so if you want to check it out for free on me head over to gotomeeting.com click the try it free button enter the promo code rise for 45 days free so gotomeeting.com Try it free, enter the promo code RISE for 45 days free. I guarantee it'll make your meetings that much easier, and you're supporting the Rise to the Top. And now here is the show. Welcome to the Rise to the Top, the number one non-boring business show. I'm David Seitman Garland. Excited today to have Rosh Khan on the show. And this is a very unique interview for a lot of different reasons. Number one is that Rosh is coming to us from South America. I got to pronounce, I pronounce it right. Guyana, Guyana, South America. So we had to do it audio only. We tested out a few different ways and realized, yeah, we got to do this, do this audio only. So you're going to have to use a little imagination today on the show. But the idea here, Rosh has quite the story and he, he's an interesting guy. He grew a business from basically a hundred dollars a month to $20,000 a month in one year, right? 2011, from January to December, $100 a month to $20,000 a month. And he also relocated from New York City down to South America. He's started an education program down there. He's jet skiing. He's, he's living on the beach. He's doing all these kind of cool lifestyle things that I think we're all going to find super inspiring. So not only going to hear a little bit about the story today, you're going to pick up some specific tidbits about how he got major clients like Starbucks and ClickBank and things like that for his business. It's a very interesting story. I hope you enjoy it right now on the Rise to the Top. All right, so today today's an audio-only special, and I'll explain why. Because today's guest, Rosh Khan, is down in South America. And down in South America, apparently, they, they are not great friends with super-fast Internet. Is that correct, Rosh? That is correct. People wonder how we run an Internet business down here, but I, I somehow figure out how to do it. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's funny that we, we, we've tried a bunch of different methods today, and we're just like, all right, screw it. We're going to do it where I call you on Skype from... I call you on Skype to your phone. We're going to get it done because that's the most important thing. Um, first of all, man, welcome to the show. Uh, great to have you on. I want to start with a little story of how you reached out to me before we even get into your business. And, and it, back in August, you sent me a message on Facebook uh, building up my, my ego. And you said, dude, you're a freaking living legend, my man. It would be awesome to connect with you on here. I've been a fan of your interviews, and it would be frankly be an honor to connect on Facebook. Uh, and then later on, you said, hey, brother, I realized your fan page, you don't have a custom welcome page. Not cool, brother. With a custom welcome page, you can squeeze more likes and get a ton of opt-ins as well. Would you like me to do this for you? Here's one that I did for my friend Lewis Howes. And I thought this was a really cool way of, like, introducing yourself. Why did you reach out to me like that? Uh, you know, simply it's, you know, 
who do you want to associate yourself with? Who do you see as the key influencers out there in the market that you want to be in the in crowd with? And I saw what you've been doing online. I love what you're doing online. It's like, hey, can, can I offer something of value to David? You know, I'm maybe not, I might not get anything back from it. That's not the point. It's, I want to get in with this guy because he's going places. He's doing awesome things. So I, I just have to reach out to you. Very cool. And, you know, and, and, and by the way, thank you. And the, and the welcome page on, on Facebook.com slash Rise to the Top looks freaking amazing. But I, I mentioned that point because I think this is what you're the master of, and this is what we're really going to dive deep dive into. We're going to get naked, but we can't. We actually could get naked because we're doing it on audio only today, and no one would know. Um, I'm naked right now. You just don't know. Perfect. Perfect. Um, is that you in one year's time? Your business started in January 2011. We're going to get into what it is in a second. Have landed some unbelievable clients for your business. Chris Farrell, number one internet marketer in the world. ClickBank, which we all use for affiliates and digital products. Uh, Starbucks and many others. And you've done this in one year's time. But let's back up before we get into that. Tell us a little bit about what Social Rank Media is, uh, when you started it, and sort of the idea behind the company. Yeah, sure. Uh, so... Social Rank Media, as for what it is, you know, in 20 seconds, it's a social media agency. It's taking brands that are either big and want to be bigger, or it's taking folks that are unknown and just want to get known. Um, it's doing, it's using social media networks, YouTube and Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook, to give people and brands more exposure and expose them to more leads so that they can make their businesses bigger and better. I mean, that's, that's really it at the end of the day. Um, as for how we do what we do for clients, that's a whole other conversation about strategy. And, you know, we could probably get into that later on. But the, the whole idea for how this all happened was, you know, I knew I wanted to get into business. I knew I wanted to do stuff on the Internet. And, it, and I had my big aha moment when I walked into a, a store called Cheaper Peepers. It's, it's a chain in Long Island, New York, because I needed to get new specs. And um, when I went in there, you know, the customer service was okay. It was pretty bad, to be honest. And um, there just weren't a lot of people in the store, but I, I saw a lot of potential for the store. And I kind of had, you know, this, in, I don't know, I, I guess you call it an epiphany moment. I don't know what it was, but it was me going to the store owner and saying, hey, I think you've got an awesome store. Uh, I want to do some stuff for you. I want to do social media for you, w whatever that might be. You don't have to pay me for it. I just want to do it and get more people into your store. The guy looked at me all weird, you know, like some crazy 23-year-old kid wants to help my business, and he was like, do what you have to do. Um, since then to today, you know, the store has grown. It's grown from one chain to now having four branches in Long Island, New York, and they're doing really well. Um, and it's all because of, you know, social media. And that's how it started. It was like, if I could do it for this one business and this one business owner, why can't I scale up and knock on other doors and say, hey, can I do this for you as well? And then just leverage up all my experience from before with each and every client to say, this makes me uh, even more uh, able to do this for you. And you told me uh, before this interview, so I, I know it's okay to mention these numbers, is that, is that when you started this, you were racing around doing it for free. You were doing it for $100. Right. This was in January right. of 2011. I mean, this wasn't very long ago, okay? And now right. you mentioned that, you're doing what over twenty thousand a month, and it's, it's it's projected even more this year, upcoming year. Right. I mean, when we started in Jan, and when I, I I like to say we, but it's really me. I always say um, we too. I always say the same damn thing. What is that with us solopreneurs or whatever we want to call us? I, That's I, a funny thing. I always I say know. we. It's just me and some uh, other people, but uh, yeah, you know. I, I I I don't know. There's there's the more power in we than me, I guess. Right. Um, 
but 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 basically, yeah, that, that's what I was doing. It was, you know, this guy gave me a hundred dollars, and I didn't even ask for it. Um, you know, I wanted to do it for free, and then I realized, whoa, I can make some bucks on this. So I started going around knocking on doors, asking people to do this social media for a hundred dollars, um, like literally driving down the road and. I've got a notepad while I'm driving and like scribbling down store names that I want to visit later in the week to kind of go and sell them on the social media thing to today where we just netted over $20,000 for December. Uh, in uh, January of next year, we're looking to net 40000 It's going to be an insane ride for 2012. And, and what's crazy about this to me, and I think a lot of people looking at this story, is if you look at your background a little bit and sort of what you decided to do, some things are like, whoa, that really took some guts. Because first of all, you went to medical school. You graduated in the top 10% of your class at 23, okay? And then you decide, not only am I, am I not going to do that, but I'm going to start this social media business, which to many people, and you know this, like a lot of people see the social media business of helping people with social media as like fluffy or a lot of crappy people because there's not a lot of upfront right. costs. Um, and a lot of people can show themselves, or I mean, just just you know, make a piece of paper or a website says I'm an expert, you know, very crowded right. space that you've stuck out in somehow. Um, you know, are you nuts? I mean, like, why did you decide that you wanted that you wanted to go into this specific space as opposed to practicing right. medicine or, right. you know, something else, you know, regardless right. of what it was? I, I don't know. It, it kind of just happened. It kind of just fit. Um, you know, I, the reason I went to medical school in the first place, you know, as a 19, 17, 18-year-old was... I want to do something to change the world. And, you know, I decided medical school and being a doctor was the route to go, only to go through that entire system and realize this is not exactly what I want to do. Yeah, I'm helping people, but I want to do things at a bigger and grander scheme. As for how social media came into this thing, it just kind of happened when I had that aha moment. And mm -hmm. just really being able to leverage things up. And, you know, you can talk as much as you want. Uh, you can create as many nice, fancy designs as you want, but you've got to be able to show results. And if you can show businesses results, then they're more than happy to recommend you and do that kind of word-of-mouth marketing for you. And that's what we did. I had great results with cheaper peepers, and then I leveraged that up, started to reach out to specific people the same way I reached out to you, um, and then, you know, again, delivered on results, and then took that and leveraged it up for bigger companies, delivered on results. And that's kind of just how it's growing. Interesting, and we're going to dive right into that. We're going to dive into this whole system because you mentioned that during an email to me, you mentioned you know that you had some specific strategies that you've used, so like a calculated strategy to land a lot of these right. big big clients like Chris Farrell and, right. and ClickBank and Starbucks. And we're going to dive into that. One more quick question or just kind of a, maybe a comment here is that you know I, I've seen different types of entrepreneurs come up with business ideas in different ways. Some analyze five different ideas they have. Some just kind of dive right. in. Some do different things. So, you know, some reject certain ideas. Did you reject any ideas that you were going for before, um, before this kind of aha moment happened? Or was this just a case of, like, this was your first idea and you're like, this is what I want to do. I'm going to give this a whirl. Right. No, it, it definitely wasn't my first idea, but it was my first idea for a legitimate business. Um, I think as entrepreneurs, we've got a gazillion ideas on our whiteboards and journals are just completely filled with ideas. Um, that's, that's just how we operate. Um, but, you know, for this specific fit, it was, you know, it, it just really happened. And then after I realized that I can make a buck with this, it's what are the other business models? How else can I make money with this? What are the avenues I can, other avenues I can go in the social media space to make money, whether that was software or management or custom page design? It, it, I don't know. It just happened, man. I just went for it. Uh, very cool. All right, so let's get into the story. You mentioned 
you mentioned that you have sort of this this uh, strategy to get to people, um, you know, and, and to and to turn them into clients, and then later on into advocates. Uh, tell us a little bit as we get up here. We're gonna we're gonna dive deep into this one, but maybe we can start with sort of the overview sure, of how the heck maybe you reach out to these specific companies, or or, or just just kind of what what is the actual strategy first? Let's go into that. Okay, cool. So I mean. You know, this is completely completely overview. It's we have to realize that these brands and these big names and everything—they're just people at the end of the day. Behind all this brand, there's a marketing director somewhere. There's just a person. And if you can find that person, if you can get their contact details and connect with them, not just to say, "Hey, how are you?" but to say, "Hey, here's some really good value for your stuff." Um, you're not charging them any money. You're, you're really just giving away free advice, and you build that connection that way. Um, they start to realize, listen, this guy knows what he's talking about. Let's check him out online. Okay, cool. So he's doing some cool things for some for some brands. You know, let's hire him to do stuff for us. And then again, you take the results from from that job, and then you leverage it up to the bigger and better companies. But you know, that's that's the basic overview. Okay. All right. So let's let's dive into this too, and maybe you can use a specific example of someone that you've worked with or something like that, because I think that helps kind of illustrate it. You know. Um, but uh, we like to illustrate here on the show. We illustrate. Uh, so, uh, so let's let's talk about a, a couple things here. Number one, because I think there's different phases in this, right? There's um, initial contact with someone, right? So, like, like you know, how do we find them? And then it's you know, how do I offer value or not, you know, not be the sketchy scale sales guy, like, but, you know, I want to offer something that, you know, makes me a valuable person to them. And then eventually going from valuable advocate to someone they pay to do stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, so let's start with maybe that initial contact is, you know, maybe people are sitting there. I know, you know, a lot of a lot of people that that listen to the show, or watch the show. That some have product based businesses, some have you know information based, some have client based. So this would fall into the client based of uh, being able to reach out to someone. Let's say you identify someone that you're you're trying to you know a company. How do you find the person? How do you reach out? Tell us maybe what you've done. Sure, um, I love this little thing called Google. It's been really good to me. Oh, I've never um, heard of that. It, Google. Google. It, I thought it was Google. I wasn't sure what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, man. But but really, it's it's about you know who do I want to connect with, um, who do I have my sights on, and who's the person behind that brand, who's in charge of the marketing, who's doing the social media stuff, and all that information is out there. I mean, you just gotta dig and find it. Sometimes you need to pick up the phone and call to find out who that person is and get their email address or their contact number. But just find who that person is, and even you know if it's not the person you're trying to get onto, get onto someone who knows the person you're trying to get onto. And from there, you build that relationship. And what it is for me personally, I realized really early on that people take you seriously if you look good. Um, there's a lot of perception value these days. I mean, if you send in a document or an email and you say, hey, listen, I've got this attachment for you. Um, it's got some ideas for what you can do with your brand. I, I just really want to offer this to you. I love what you guys are doing. And then it looks really crappy and your grammar is bad and there's no logo and you're not sending traffic to like a, a nicely done site or something like that, people aren't going to take you seriously, not at that level anyway. So what you want to do is make sure your documents look good. Make sure they don't look 
you know, like some slap together thing that you did. Uh, make sure you have a website set up, and then really create PDF documents that have like strategy outlines or ideas and designs. Make them look good and send them to these people. Um, if you send them enough to people without spamming them, and you know, you, you throw in a little bit of relationship marketing in there, you know, some, maybe some current event happened or some football game happened, and you you include a PS in there, that kind of stuff sticks with people, and you kind of shine out from all the other proposals they're getting every day. Mm -hmm. And you told me that you have like sort of a philosophy with this. What can you can you tell me? It's like when you're you're small act big oh, right. and. Yeah, what's that, what's yeah, that exactly. philosophy? Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's exactly. It's kind of the simple mantra that I follow. It's when you're small, act big, and when you're big, act small. It's basically, when you're the guy, like as I was, you know, I'm, I'm claiming to be this huge social media agency when I first started in January with zero clients. You know, you have to look the part. Um, your website has to look at least decent. I mean, mine was pretty ghetto at the time, but it has to look sure. decent. Um, your documents have to look, you know, pretty good. Just act big, act bigger than you were. And then when you finally get there, you know, don't be all egotistical about it, but be humble about it. Um, and that's worked really well for me because I just, I just reach out and, uh, you know, be, be bigger than I was. Right. The small big thing is always interesting because there's a guy that I interviewed. Uh, it was uh, first, actually, when I was doing a local TV show. He's an entrepreneur in St. Louis. It's a billion-dollar-plus company called Worldwide Technology. Right. And the guy says this crazy story he tells me where he just he just, you know, he makes up this company in the middle of Missouri, you know, St. Louis, right. Missouri here and decides to name it with no clients or anything worldwide technology. You know, he names it this huge brand. <laughs> Basically, that's now a billion dollar company. But it's just funny when he started, it was like him in this little house or something, you know, worldwide right. technology. Uh, it's just funny how sometimes that can have an effect. Now, with that, with the clients and stuff like that, um, Maybe share us a story, you know, like how things sort of built on top of each other. Because you went from $100 to $20,000 in revenue a month here, um, essentially. You know, Chris Farrell, one of your clients, things like that. Could you maybe share a story of, of how you reached out to someone, kind of became, built that relationship, and how that moved from a client perspective? And also, did that person then refer you on? Right. Okay. So, I mean... Again, it's, it's a pretty simple flow, but this is what worked for me. You know, I found out who, who is the person out there. So I did a little research, okay? This guy kept coming up, the number one Internet marketer in the world. Hmm, he sounds interesting. Let me check him out. Wow, he's a really good guy. I like his personality. It's someone I can connect with. It's someone I can vibe with. Let me connect with him and get in with him. So it, it was just me reaching out to him. It was just saying, hey, you know, how can I help you? I hate when people come with, how can I sell you? So I kind of switch it around and say, how can I help you? Right. And, you know, just, just provide a, a ton of value to him. Got in with him. I met with him in January 2011 because he was here in New York. Uh, it was just a couple weeks after I started the business. And, you know, basically it was, hey, do you know anyone out there in your network that could benefit from my services? And just asking someone that really simple question gets them thinking to say, who are the four or five people, you know, at my level that can benefit from your services? And then he started referring me out to all these other people. And that's when it really starts to take off because once you deliver for these guys, they're happy to tell their network about it. So from that, from that one little meeting I had with him, after building up this relationship, we went to this ClickBank event together. And at the ClickBank event together, he had a buddy named Bo. And Bo's this really awesome guy from ClickBank. So I made a relationship with Bo. I mean, we sat down. We had, uh, I think it was lunch or dinner. Uh, we had a chit-chat about what we do. And all of a sudden it was, hey, does ClickBank need good social media? And his answer was, yeah. 
So right away, the fit came came there. I mean, he put me in charge. He put me in touch with, you know, the higher ups. I spoke to them, uh, sent in some proposals, and basically leveraged that entire deal. It was a really big deal based on this one person referring me to another. Interesting. Now, if we break this down, though, now I don't know Chris. Maybe he. By the way, he might be a good guest for the show. Who knows? I don't know Chris, um, but I'm assuming that Chris is a pretty busy person. I'm assuming that Chris gets a lot of shitty email on a daily basis, you know, I'm assuming that Chris gets bothered, I'm assuming that there's a lot of different things like that, you know, with someone like him, how did you reach out and how did you cut through that clutter? Because I I know, for example, myself and, you know, I get a lot of emails on a daily basis from different things, what did you do that stuck out and, and, and how did you go about that so that you didn't end up in his junk box or, or but you end up with the guy who actually ends up meeting with him? Right. This, this, this probably sounds bad, but I kind of virtually stalked him. I stalked him for about seven days online. Like, nice. where was he on Facebook? You know, like, I, I, like, when he came out and made a post on Facebook, I made sure I was in, like, the top three to get noticed. It's kind of like forum marketing in the past, but I just did it on, on the social media scale. So every time he put out a post, you know, you didn't just say, hey, that was cool. It was, hey, that was cool, and you add a little bit more to it. Again, you show them that you know something. Uh, you send Facebook messages, and I love Facebook messages for that because you can connect with just about anyone now. And um, beyond that, you know, he had this little webinar thing that he did. I made sure I stuck around until the end, till, till it was the, the Q&A section. And again, you know, you lose that opportunity to get your name out there. If he starts clicking, oh, that's the Rosh guy that keeps appearing on my stuff. And then we had like a virtual party online. I made sure I attended that. Um, I, I just tried to get in front of him until he took me seriously. And that's how we ended up to meet in, in January. And, you know, it, it just went crazy from there. All right. So how'd you go from, uh, how'd you go from stalking to meeting? No, I get it. And that makes a lot of sense. I've done that to people. I totally get it. And, and there's a creepy way to do it. And there's a non creepy way to do it. Right. And you did it the non creepy yeah. way, obviously, so that there's not a restraining order. Now he's a client. Um, sometimes there's a right. fine line. Uh, but, that being said, you know, so, okay, so you're in there, you're commenting, you're, you're involved, you're, you're a member of the community, you're offering value, you're doing all those different things that we say, but how did you actually end up with a meeting uh, or, or doing something like that? Was that a case of eventually you just shot him an email and be like, hey, I'm Rosh, the guy who's stalking the crap out of you online, just want to let you know, FYI, would love to meet with you in a dark alley, or what, what happened here? Right, you know, it, it wasn't too far from that, it, it was, you know... <laughs> He lets everyone know what he's doing, so you know when he's traveling from Cali, where he is, to New York. And I was in New York, and I saw that as one of the opportune moments, you know, kind of carpe diem. So it was, let me shoot him an email. Do you think we can meet just for five minutes? And um, that was it. It was just, can I get my foot in the door somehow? Uh, he said, yeah, he'd be here at a certain time, at a certain day. We were supposed to meet for five minutes. We ended up chatting for three hours. Um, that, that's really it. I just sent him an email. And after after all the all the investment of time, the sweat equity I put into it, um, so I don't think he'd say yes to just about anybody. Sure. Of course he doesn't. Or he'd be doing saying yes and doing no work all day. That's what ends up happening. So I, I, I get it. That makes sense in terms of a very specific strategy of reaching out to you know influential people and, and making those connections. Is there any other sort of marketing wins or whatever you want to call them, PR or things like that, that have been critical for you uh, to build this business so far in the year? Is there any, anything that's been surprising or just interesting or, wow, that, that was something that has brought awareness or, or clients or something like that? 
Yeah, what, one of the things we started to do recently um, was to, you know, create these documents, which is like this, this kind of free strategy guide, so like PDF documents. And um, instead of just building the relationship, we started to uh, not really mail, but build a, a, like a quicker relationship with people and then send this stuff out to them. It, again, it's just value first, give, 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 and then some of them actually bite and say, hey, we want to work with you. And then it, it, it's so weird because even though we stopped doing that for the past two months, the clients keep, keep flowing because you kind of reach a point where everything goes on autopilot and all the good work that you're doing, it's, I don't know how to say it, but basically the client's word of mouth is doing the marketing for you. No, that makes sense. So, I mean, so essentially, and, and that's all. And that's yeah, all it's been. I mean, it's pretty crazy when people ask me, you know, do you do advertising or anything like that? For what our agency is specifically, I haven't done a single ad, and that's what we're going to do in January. That's what we're going to do in February, and really, you know, blow it out of the water. But it, it's all been word of mouth so far. Interesting. I, I've noticed that too. That that a lot of companies that have success, um, or or or, what I mean by success is, I mean like a certain growth. It's very interesting. I love the ones, and I think I'm most fascinated by the ones, and I, I know a lot of people that are listening and watching are as well, is companies that are able to do it with a little to no budget at first. Then then maybe right. you can build up a budget and then maybe mess around a little bit. I mean, not mess around, but do some right. testing on, on certain ads or certain different ways of doing it, and then you can really blow it out of the water as you mentioned it. It's like, you know, I think the problem is when, when people at the beginning maybe just – try to raise money or get money from a loved one or do something and blow it all on ads, I think that's where, uh, right. that's where the trouble ensues, if you will. It's, 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 like, it's like the world we live in today. It's, it's such a level to playing field. You can, there are so many resources out there that you can get for free or, or just really cheap that there's, there's almost no excuse to start a business. If you have an idea, just get a website up, get a fan page up. You, know, uh, you can get a website for free. You can get a fan page for free and just, just start it and get it going. Uh, do people, you know, coalesce around the idea? If yes, maybe you've got a business. And that's really all it takes. Just go and try it. Great, great advice. And, you know, with, with business, I, I'm always fascinated by this, by motivation. You know, uh, they're, they're, entrepreneurs are motivated by different things. My friend Nathaniel that was on the show a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, he's motivated a lot of times by freedom or the ability to, you know, just kind of do what he wants. I'm in that boat. Right. Um, some people are, or are fame. Some people are like, you know, I want to 100% change the world every day. There, there, right. and, you know, and it's not mutually exclusive, uh, meaning that a lot of things overlap. But for you, kind of as we transition, I want to talk a little lifestyle and sort of business operations sure. and sort of the ability that you sure. can do this from, from anywhere with the Internet. What motivated you or what motivates you to make money and to make this successful? Is it, would it fall into any of those categories? Yeah, it's kind of like a hybrid of, of what you mentioned. It's like... I want an outlet for, for my business creativity to just to just go loose and you know be unleashed. And uh, besides that, it's like, wh why did I go to medical school in the first place? It was I wanted to help people. Now I have a vehicle that will help me help people because it's actually making money. And instead of just being a doctor, and I love doctors. Don't don't get me wrong anything like that. But instead of just being a doctor who, you know, is going about on the day-to-day -day activities, helping people one-on-one, -on -one, having a really successful business allows you to have money to, to funnel into nonprofits, to create ventures, to actually build the hospitals and get the humanitarian aid and hire the doctors and pay for the research. It's just at a bigger, bigger scheme, I guess you want to call it. So it's like more macro, I guess. And that's what I want to do. I mean, that's what motivates me. 
Um, right now, I'm in, I'm in Guyana doing some, some humanitarian stuff, and I love it so much here. I'm going to stay here. I'm, I'm moving out of New York permanently, and I want to stay here uh, just because my business allows me to do that. Um, but at the end of the day, what motivates me, it's, it's, it's the ability to be creative and the ability to, to help people. Makes sense. And let, let's hop into those two topics that uh, I want to mention here. And, and one, we're, we're going to do lifestyle. And that's something that we brought up a lot on the show because I think it's awesome when you create cool companies. I think it's great. I, all entrepreneurs want to create great companies. But there's also a lifestyle that goes along with it, you know, and that, that's, you know, having fun and, and you know, giving back right. and just whatever those different pillars are of things that you find important. And I know giving back is a big right. thing that you're, that you're, that you're an advocate for uh, in the lifestyle. I want to hop into that in one second. Real quick before that, though, just on the whole business operation front, um, you know, that you just right. said, you just move, you're moving from New York down to South America. Um, Right. doing these different things i'm assuming that everything you do is what for the most part virtual you've got what a team working on stuff how, how, how do you what are your sort of sure. operations like if you will sure um well you know i i the, the, this whole thing started out i needed help i was like doing the, the jobs of eight people at once and i needed help it was me reaching out to, to you know people on freelance.com elance scriptlance you know the sites the outsourcing sites right. And then I, I realized that, you know, you couldn't do that for certain clients. You needed things to happen really quickly. And it started to, to get local talent from right in New York, just putting out Craigslist ads, asking for people, you know, who would be interested in working in a, in a cool social media company. But now that I'm here in Guyana, the people here are so darn smart. You know, I grew up for a couple of years, a couple of years here. It's, I'm hiring people uh, right here in Guyana to help me with my operations. Um, and I'm paying a quarter of the cost that I would if I was in New York. So, yes, there's, there's a virtual component, but there's also an offline, you know, subsidiary component to this whole thing, too. Very cool. And, and what actually – so let's talk about that move because I'm – the lifestyle part of these interviews, you'd be surprised. You know, I'm not surprised. I'm not – you're not surprised. Uh, I think this is just as fascinating as people that build businesses. It's like how they live their life, you know. Um, right. For you – what what's up with the move? I mean, you go down there. Why did you choose specifically to go to Guyana? Um, and you know, w w you know, tell us a little bit about your life there and and what's going on down there. Yeah. And what you spend your time also sure. away well, from sure. social rank media doing. Right, right. So I mean, I, I grew up for a couple of years here because my parents are actually from Guyana. So you know, I, I knew the place growing up. Um, the reason I, I moved back it was it was freedom, man. It's like I don't want to struggle in New York. Yeah, there's cool stuff to do. I can always go there for vacation, though. I want to be somewhere that's a tropical paradise. I want to go to waterfalls whenever I want to. I want to be able to jump in a jet ski whenever I want to. <laughs> you know, I, I want to be able to do all the cool stuff, which is which is what I'm doing right now in Guyana. It's like I don't have to worry about eating processed foods and all that stuff. Everything here is 100% organic and natural. I awesome. literally go down. You know, the, the the ocean is less than half a mile away. You know, the market is less than half a mile away. I can go and get such free, cool, natural stuff. These people are awesome. I don't, it's like coming here, I don't see why I would ever go back to New York. The lifestyle is just awesome. That's cool. I always love people that can stick up for wherever they're at, you know. I think that's a cool thing. And, and for you, uh, in terms of like your business and how you work, you know, how you work, your personal working style, are you, are you the right. guy that's putting in the, you know, 
7,000 hours per week for, for God knows, you know, what reason or, or just because you want to? Uh, are you the guy right. that's doing the, you know, 2.7 hours per week underneath the Tim Ferriss right. minimum? Um, are you somewhere in the middle? What, what kind, how do you kind of go about it? Do you schedule a normal work day or what do you do? Yeah, it's, I schedule my days to follow like a typical day where, you know, I'll come out to work, I'll get my stuff done, but then when I come into the afternoon, um, I want to be out of, out of here. I want to spend time with my girl. I want to spend time with my family. I want to, you know, go learn to fly planes. I, I, just, I just want the time to do whatever I want to do, but it's just more convenient to work when these other big brands and marketing agencies are working during the day. Mm-hmm. You know, but the beautiful thing is you can take a day off whenever you want. You can allocate your hours whenever you want. Um, but I, I'm the kind of – I'll do what I need to get done, but I want my me time as well. Awesome. And you, so you're flying planes, living the island life – it's not an island, living the, uh, the tropical – Yeah, it's, it's nestled in South America right between Suriname, Brazil, and Venezuela. All right. So, you're so no island, but tropical, you know, it, it's the out tropical. there by the ocean. I meant tropical. I just yeah. said island. For some reason, I'm picturing an island. But that, that's cool. I mean, I, I, and that has to be a good feeling now that you can get to that point where you can – experiment with these different things and i know that a big element of also what you love is sort of the idea of get you know or not the idea the actuality of giving back and and you know charity and and doing different things like that and i know you are working on something cool down there as well because it is a third world country down there right and you're, and you're helping out in certain it ways is. It, is. it is yep so what do you got going okay cool so you know i Growing up here, my, some of my families here, I, I know what the education system is like. Um, it, it's a broken education system here in the country and in the rest of the Caribbean. And, you know, kids go to school. They don't learn what they're supposed to learn in school. So they go there for mere attendance and to hang out and stuff. So they're spending like six, seven, eight hours a day in school. Then they go home. But in order to pass their exams, they have to learn the material. So they go home and they have to find teachers and lessons and tutors in order to get through their stuff. And I think that's really messed up because they basically go to school after school for about four hours and the sun goes down and then there's no time for them to grow in other avenues. It's just academic stuff. Um, so w- what I'm doing is launching, uh, funding and launching a free education platform for Guyana and then the Caribbean and then hopefully the world. But basically what it is, it's access to all of the information that you need following a syllabus from a school um, I've gotten together with university professors. I'm getting government support on this. Uh, it's called Education for the Nation. Um, it's educationforthenation.com if you want to check it out. It's just really a, a simple landing page for now, like a little splash page. But it's, it's all about, you know, how can I grab all the resources that we have here in Guyana and funnel them into one site where children can go get all their information because I really believe education is like the source of everything. And... Um, and then not only just grab information and free videos and stuff, but then track that along with their school records, you know, download test papers, handle multiple co- choice questions, and then create a system uh, where kids follow along at home and at school so that the schools can then use this and the te- teachers and the tutors can then use this. So it's a massive project. Uh, it's going to launch most likely end of Feb, early March. Um, but that's like the, the, my big baby that I'm working on right now. Very inspiring, and keep that out. You can tell you can tell by in your voice there that you're super pumped about that. So that's 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 great to hear. And I, I want to wrap up here in a second, Rosh. It's 
been awesome having you on. I think we learned a lot and just, you know, I think it's great to hear these stories, you know, whether people have takeaways they can use, which always happens, but also just like hearing the inspiring stories like this. And you mentioned to me before we were scheduling this interview, like, can I give away something really cool for, for the audience? And I'm like, no, you can't. No, I'm just kidding. I was like, of course you can. Are you joking me? So, so uh, what do you have? And uh, let, let, let's maybe wrap on that so people can uh, have a goodie, a little present for listening to us. Cool, man. I mean, like, if they made it to this far, they deserve it, right? Yeah, they went. They went. Um, if, they, if they put up with us, we'll help them out. Yeah, we'll help them out. But here's the thing, you know. I, I do a lot of uh, social strategy for businesses and a lot of custom page development and all that kind of stuff. But the problem is a lot of people are suffering right now because, yeah, they sign up to get their, their fan pages on the Internet, you know, uh, on Facebook and stuff, and they, they look pretty, but they're not profitable. They're not optimized the right way to collect leads. There's no color palette psychology. There's no iPadding or anything like that. So uh, w what I want to do is if the folks, uh, if this is relevant to the people uh, you know, listening to this, it's if you have a business or you're trying to build a brand and you're not sure of your social strategy um, and if you want a custom page development either for you or for a friend or someone you know, here's the thing. It, it, I want to give away uh, 10 um, Facebook fan pages, absolutely free. These retail for $497. Some people charge more, and some time with me to kind of sit down and go over, you know, what is it that you do, and how can you integrate social into it? I want to give away ten of those packages, David. Um, Sweet. It's kind of like if you help me, I help you, and this is how we're going to do it. You know, if you hit that share button on this blog post and you share it on Facebook, and you you take a <clears throat> excuse me, you take a screenshot. Uh, of your share on Facebook and email it to Rosh at socialrankmedia.com. We're going to like randomly select 10 of those and uh, just reach out back to you and, and you know, help you out with your fan page stuff, help you out with your social strategy just, just for helping us out and clicking that share button. Very cool. So what you got to do is you got to share it on Facebook. And, and, and does a like count as a share? Is that the same thing or no? Uh, no, not necessarily. Um, you can like something, but uh, the, the way your blog posts are optimized, it has this really nice share button right below the video. Okay. Uh, so if, if people just hit that share button, that'd be awesome. They'll post to Facebook. All right, cool. So share it, and then take a screenshot of you sharing it, and email it to Rosh at socialrankmedia.com. And you said you're going to select 10 people, and they're going to get a free, uh, basically, setup of their what fan page meaning they're going to get the the welcome stuff is that what you're saying right you got it they got the welcome stuff we'll optimize it so that it builds leads for them not just look pretty but it's profitable man all right very cool and you did that for me by the way and i can tell you right now our fans have already massively increased so that he will create a custom uh, landing page for you do that kind of stuff 10 peeps so make sure to get your share on on facebook um rosh this has been great my man where can people check you out are we just going to send them to socialrankmedia.com or facebook or uh, what's best you know, for them you know I, I i probably should have a personal blog and i don't but if people want to connect with me just hit me up on facebook uh you know ask to friend me or subscribe to my stuff um I, I you know i've got a whole bunch of lifestyle pictures that i don't post and it'd probably be interesting to just post it for the people on this call um so if you want to connect with me go to facebook.com forward slash archon.med remember medical student, so that's not going anywhere. Um, but yeah, it's, it's facebook.com forward slash archon.med. All right. Well, Rosh, this has been awesome, my man. And thank you for everything you've done for, for the rise to the top as well. And, and good luck with everything. Thank you, buddy. It's been a pleasure, my man.
This was Rosh Khan on the rise to the top, the number one non-boring business show. All that information linked up below. I'm actually looking at the site now. I don't even know where my Facebook share button is, but I'm going to figure it out. Uh, I will see you next time. I'm David Seitman Garland. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny. And one more reminder, make sure to check out GoToMeeting with now HD Faces, our lovely sponsor of the Rise to the Top. You can see that screenshot right there. That was the, the meeting that we held last week. I forgot to wear sleeves and open my eyes apparently in the screenshot. But I'm telling you right now, it makes online meetings so much easier and more fun. It's the second best thing to being face-to-face. -face. Just remember to wear sleeves. All you got to do, go to meeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and the promo code RISE for 45 days absolutely free.